I was thinking about that the other day. You know, the closer I get to having to take a, a little blue pill, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna if I need to. Man, I wish I was a bad person because I would be having so much fun right now. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that spent most its life living in the gangsta's paradise. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> so the other night I came down because y'all were going to bed and you just sang it. It was stuck in my head so bad. That's what I do. That's one of the things I enjoy doing is I will sing part of a song and then I'll just stop and then it gets stuck in your mom's head all the time. <sighs> You're a bastard. And a lot of times I'll, I'll like sing the line that leads up to the chorus so you automatically have to do that chorus in yeah. your mind? Yeah, and then you heard me say it naturally. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. singing it. Yep. All I got to do is say something like, been spending most my life, and then <laughs> yeah, I'll just but, take it off. Yeah. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 193. Dang. There you go. Waiting on that. But y'all already knew that because you uh, saw it when you uh, press play. So do we need to? Yeah, we need to keep saying because you you have no idea sometimes what episode number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I know the general area. I know. If I ask you next time, you, I bet you won't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right, Jack, what do you say we uh, step on over to the movie bung and lobby? Do I have a say? I mean, sure. We could go straight to the movie if you want to. We can go ahead. To, to the movie or to the lobby? Lobby. That's okay. fine. Maybe we should do it backwards sometimes and just flip people out who uh, like have OCD listening to us. No. <laughs> that would bother me and you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard him. You know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vincent Jack. Alright, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, Jack, couple things. Um, number one, did you know that we have a merch store? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. Uh, I talk about it every week uh, toward the end of the show, but I wanted to come right out and say it now that uh, April 26th through 30th, everything in there will be 35% off. Jeez. So it's a great time to just uh, go there now, start looking around, pick out that shirt, pick out that laptop case or that coffee mug that has the design you love the most on there and put an alert in your phone. And when uh, April 26th comes around, man, uh, grab some movie mugging gear. It'd be a good way to help support the show. All right, Jack, you are familiar with um, Waffle House, right? Yes. And are, I've never been though. Okay. But you're familiar with like the Waffle House uh, lore? A lore? Mm -hmm. Um... And you only go past 3 a.m. It's like white trash and fights happen there. Okay. All right. So you do know. And apparently it's like really good. It is really good, but it's it's one of those places that... You might that, get shot if you go. Well, I mean, a lot of people... I mean, you know, I grew up uh, teetering on, on white trash, probably more teetering, teetering on the side of white trash. Um but yeah, I, I've been there a couple of times. It was normally like we'd be hitting the road to to go dove hunting or something, and you know it'd be really when early you said in the morning. Teetering on white trash. Yeah, so we would go dove hunting. Lots of people go dove hunting in the white trash community. Well, everybody who's white trash goes dove hunting. <laughs> yeah, um, but but not everybody who goes dove hunting is white trash. Large percentage. 
<laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Well, the people we went dove hunting with <laughs> were white trash. We did have a venison hamburger helper. Yeah. For, for dinner the first night we got there. Didn't he smoke cigarettes inside his nice house? Yeah, he smoked cigarettes. Yeah. Well, just inside his nice house with his family. <laughs> I think so. I mean, my fuck, my house, man, as a kid, you'd walk in and you couldn't even see like 10 feet past the door. Well, this was back in like 2010. Yeah. And then for you, it was back in, what, 1930? Back when yeah, back cigarettes in, were really healthy for you? 1930, when uh, the refrigerator was, we had to pay the ice man to bring an ice block and just put it, put it in a cabinet. Uh, our our walls growing up were wood paneling, dark wood paneling, so you couldn't see. The but but I, oh my gosh, I guarantee <laughs> that those walls would have been yellow. I mean, back in my day, dad smoked in the car when we're going places. Yeah. Um, you know, back then, ashtrays were pieces of furniture. Like that was one of my jobs uh, growing up was vacuuming, mowing the yard, and cleaning out the ashtrays. <laughs> And notice I said ashtrays because yeah. we had multiple ashtrays. The kitchen. Well, probably not in the kitchen. He was never no. there. He had, uh, <laughs> he had one on a stand, like right next to his uh, recliner. Mm -hmm. You know, he'd just reach his arm out. He didn't have to bend over anything. And then there was one on the coffee table in front of him. And it was, uh, my mom made it in like a ceramics class or something. And it had... Uh, I mean, this is so 70s. It, it had all the astrological signs on there. Uh, <laughs> and it had a place that you could hold like probably 12 cigarettes, like a little slot. You could just put it there. Wow. We had, you can just go through it. And in, the, in one of the other rooms, there was, there was another one. So we had a green one and then we had a brown one, uh, two of the astrological ones with all the, all the signs on there. So and Probably one on his nightstand as well. Uh, probably uh, outside the shower. You know, I did see they they used to have some like uh, electrical blankets or electric blankets to help keep them warm, and um, I used to go in there sometimes, and I would notice that there were some uh, cigarette burns in a lot of those electric blankets. So, so I know my dad had to be like smoking a cigarette as he was going to sleep, or probably lit one up the minute his uh, his alarm went off. But yeah, a lot of people died back in the 70s for uh, smoking while they were going to sleep. Drop it on the carpet. Yeah, or uh, by the curtains or, mm -hmm. or something. So yeah, that, that was dangerous. Uh, but back to Waffle House. So the um, mayor of Youngsville, Louisiana, he uh, posted on his Facebook about a new Waffle House opening. And um, so it's brand new. And there's pictures of how it looks and all the employees wearing their uniforms and smiling it just looks really brand new and nice. So somebody told me to, to go to the comments and these are so great because uh, Waffle House, I think most people listening know. It's a legendary establishment with quite the reputation. Yeah, exactly. So um, in the comments, these are, these are great. So some of the comments are, uh, the floors look a little too clean for Waffle House. Uh, hopefully that changes soon. <laughs> you mean hopefully. <laughs> yeah, the cooks, the cooks look too clean for me to eat there. I don't trust it. Uh, someone said, uh, that place looks like it smells like cleaning chemicals. My Waffle House needs to smell like bacon, Newports, old rags. Otherwise, it ain't comfortable. Old rags. <laughs> this guy says, I'm going to wait till it gets dirty. This is too clean for my liking. I want my cook to have a Newport cigarette hanging out the side of his mouth while cooking my eggs. Uh, this guy says, I like my crew seasoned and ready to fight. If the floors ain't filthy, it's too hard to trust the food. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole thing. That lady got the chair thrown at her. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see she the other one? Reflected it. Well, there was another one where somebody threw a chair and the and the person caught it with one hand while it was in the air. All right. This guy says uh, they actually look like they're going to pass inspection. So it's a no for me. 
I, I need to go to a Waffle House now. And it's, it's kind of a shame that we live where we live and I have never been. Ever. Yeah, my experience going to a Waffle House, it's been a long, long time. But going there, I mean, there was smoking back then. And it was a bunch of uh, truck drivers <laughs> were there at the time. Um, you know, wearing hats with the Confederate flag on yeah. it and stuff like that. And uh, everybody's smoking. Because mm-hmm. back then there weren't even smoking sections. It was just like going and smoke. Yeah, dirty. Um, floors are greasy, you know, and man, you didn't want to step foot near that bathroom. Like if you had to go to the bathroom, it was, yeah. Someone um, had 13 waffles and had been murdered in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then the, the people, you know, if there's a lady working there late, she's calling you darling. And, uh, you know, in between honey, in between going to tables, she's smoking a cigarette, you know, off to the side and maybe, one of the truck drivers is, is flirting with her. Her name's Loretta. Yeah, something like that. And, uh, you know, the guys in the back cooking, they're not necessarily in uniform. They're wearing mm-hmm. a shirt that has been sweated in way too many times and hasn't been washed and just greasy hair. And, I mean, it, it's Waffle House. You, I mean, you, you can they get away it. with it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, this person says, why the fuck do they look like they got their life together? I know that food's going to be nasty. <laughs> Uh, not one of these workers look like they can fight. Ate at my local Waffle House yesterday. Waiter's name was Rooster. Doesn't look like anybody there is named Rooster. Uh, give me three years and a couple shootouts and I'll slide through. It's too clean there. I need my Waffle House to threaten and build up my immune system simultaneously. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go. Yeah. Waffles. I'm not the biggest waffle or pancake person ever, but. Breakfast is always good, and I'm sure they got hash browns and biscuits and oh, gravy. Oh, fuck yeah. You know what? I think breakfast is my favorite meal, like as far as the choices go. And I couldn't eat it every day, and I would miss out on the steak and stuff, but just like we used to go to that place called Huddle House. Yep, shut down. Having fuck. having breakfast for dinner is fantastic. The one thing I, that's hard for me for breakfast is I want it all. I, I want yeah. the eggs. I want the bacon. I it's want the toast. I want the, meal, I want the pancakes. I want the biscuits. I want the gravy. Like, I want pretty much everything on the list. The hash browns. Omelet. Yeah, and so I end up fucking eating way too much. Yeah. Way too much. But, man, breakfast is fucking good. Uh, this person says, uh, I bet the glasses are clean. I'll pass. Oh, I would not want to drink out of a dirty glass. Oh, yeah. They were they were glass glasses, and yeah, some, sometimes you could still see, like, lipstick on them, like they, they hadn't been washed well Gross. enough. Gross. <laughs> I would not drink they, out of that in a trillion years. They were all cloudy. Um, that's what we drink with straws. Uh, this one says, no, nah, this doesn't store- really make it much better. You realize that, right? You know what? Oh, there's a cockroach that just climbed on the lip of my cup. All right, let me drink with the well, straw. I didn't read this one, but it did say that they went to a Waffle House one time and there was a roach actually in the sugar shaker. Oh. <laughs> uh, this person said, no, this store actually looks like they'll call the cops after a fight. I'm good. Uh, this person says, this gives off family environment vibes. I'm going to pass. This location looks like they will greet you when you walk in. I'm going to pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This person says, what in the live, laugh, love is this? Oh. <laughs> I like this one. There's not enough struggle in these picks, so I know the food ain't going to hit. If the main cook ain't on a cigarette break when I pull up, I don't want it. <laughs> Need at least a 2 a.m. fight or two between customers and workers before I step foot in there. I went to a Waffle House in my town one time. The waitress had a Band-Aid and was bleeding onto my plate of eggs. 
She looked me square in the face and said, I've been tested. I'm fine. She wiped it off the plate. Good enough for me. This place don't have the same vibes. I would have. <laughs> good uh, enough for me? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine somebody bringing you food with an open cut that's bleeding through a Band-Aid onto your plate? No. Gosh. I would just get up and leave. But I was going to say, I bet that's hyperbole. I bet it's not. I, I bet that shit happened at a Waffle House. But at the same time, you chastise me all the time because I say something and you find it to be 1% ridiculous and you're like, oh yeah, everything on the internet is true. <laughs> the biggest source of people lying on the internet is their personal experiences. Okay, so so maybe they didn't say I'm good and ate it. But my guess is the lady probably did bleed onto their plate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past reality. She's probably picking one of her meth scabs. Oh, gosh. Open sores. Oh, ugh, gosh. Uh, you know, most places would, would probably send the waitress home, but at a Waffle House, they, like, need Betty to work yeah. an 18-hour shift. Uh, if I can't taste the grease from the last meal they cooked in my food, I don't want it. I don't see a single person in this picture who looks like they regret their life choices or a grandma who's just working there to make a few extra because they retired out of the mills. Uh, no, they all look like they passed a drug test and probably don't even have a speeding ticket. Also, they look like they have full custody of their kids. I'm good, sweetheart. What does a speeding ticket have to do with it? Like they haven't even been in trouble ever. Oh, okay. I, I took that too literally. I was like, I've, I've had a speeding ticket and I'm... I don't look fucked up. I, I like that uh, they look like they have full custody of their kids. Yeah. Uh, this one says, are the tables and menus sticky and wet at the same time? I'll pass until they achieve this level of Waffle House greatness. Uh, and then the last one, I love this. Nah, I'm good. It's too clean. When I walk in Waffle House, I need to be able to smell struggle in the air. <laughs> I can tell none of these employees have been through anything. Nobody's been evicted or got an abortion this morning or even has an ankle monitor. And lastly, they all actually want to be there. I'm going to pass. Oh, man. Good old Waffle House. Yeah, we need to go. Yeah. Like uh, three in the morning sometime. We need to report our findings. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always up. <laughs> I'm yeah. always up. Maybe we can interview some people while we're, while we're no. there, too. Ask them what their favorite movie we is. We don't do in person. You know, I, I think uh, Waffle House would be a good sponsor of Movie Muggin. I feel like it would fit. I, I feel like those who uh, frequent um, Waffle House might uh, might be a little turned on by, by what we have to offer. They might enjoy both. Absolutely. Hey, uh, real quick, last week we went over a scenario, and uh, I'm just going to go over it real quick. I'm going to say it kind of fast, so, so if you can't keep up with it, go back and listen to our last episode, or you can go to our Instagram page and you can look it up. It's regarding you're in an arena with 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, three brown bears, 15 wolves, one hunter with a rifle, seven buffalo, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, and four lions. You uh, pick two to defend you and the others attack you and your goal is to survive one hour. So we did hear back from uh, a couple people on it. Um, Austin Lackey from the Popcorn and Podcast podcast, he said uh, he would pick five gorillas and the rifle guy. The rifle guy? Yeah, and Erica from the Film Stripping Podcast, said 10,000 rats and the rifle dude. Why are they both picking the rifle guy? They might have a different idea of what the rifle guy is about. Uh -oh. I mean, I'm thinking he's got his great-granddad's bolt action or like a, a fucking 12-gauge or some shit, 20-gauge shotgun. And I, I picture him being kind of fat with like a fisherman vest and, you know, one of those... Just like a like Elmer Fudd, but <laughs> like old and fat is okay. how I picture him. Because 
or is the the target kind of person for hunting old fat white guy i feel like no not true but that's just what my brain that's where my brain goes your brain goes i understand and and i'm like okay so you pick the gorillas and the rifle guy rifle guy's not killing the bears or the lions i just i cannot respect that pick okay but that's your rifle guy in your head and okay, I mean, so to them people, it's like SEAL Team Six, maybe, like, maybe, uh, sure. But, but it's one dude, and, and I'll pick that. You know, if, if it's one dude and he's got a M60, you know, <laughs> yeah. under one arm and like a a, a saw under another arm, and or a rocket like launcher that, on his back, just, just a belt of ammo that just doesn't disappear. Yeah, man, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, but I see him; he's a hunter. You know, hunters don't hunt with AK-47s and uh, semi-automatic weapons. And like grenade launchers. Yeah, so he's having to reload. Meanwhile, buffalo are charging him and all, all sorts and of other four things lions, are going a, on. Four a pack of wolves, so three I, brown I, bears. I, I understand you. a guy with a gun sounds good, but I just, I don't see him surviving. And if he's one of your guys, when he's gone, I, I think he's gone quick. I think he's gone quick too, because like... You'd have to have a fully automatic weapon or really quick shooting semi-auto weapon to be able to stand a chance. And even then with, like I said, a pack of wolves, four lions, three brown bears, he's not killing all of them. Yeah. Or 10,000 rats. You know, a a rifle of any kind is going to be useless against 10,000 rats. They're just going to eat you alive. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's got a shotgun too. A shotgun would certainly help, but... You know, I think Eric goes on to something with the 10,000 rats. You know, 10,000 is a so lot. Too. When I brought it up to uh, Olivia, she was like, man, 10,000 rats. That's a lot. You know? It really, really is. And, and you can't <laughs> you can't defend yourself against 10,000 rats. You, it's you just, can't defend yourself against 10,000 anything. It's just, not, it's just not feasible. I don't know if I brought this up before. It also kind of depends on what kind of rats they are. Are they like the, the Petco rats? Are they like New York sewer rats? Dude, I'm saying that they're the New York rats. They're like bigger than an entire pizza? Well, even if they were the Petco rats, if they were mean... (laughs) Yeah, if they're biting you. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I'm picturing them like a guinea pig size or something like that. And uh, just mean. Guinea pig size. So you're thinking New York rats. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking New York rats. Eat somebody whole. I just just thought it was interesting that both of them picked the gun. Yeah, it's... it's very confusing. Yeah, I just I just don't see it. But you know, to each his own. And, and again, we don't know what the complete right answer is. I would like to see, you know, a, a, a show about it or forty five minute video covering every single interaction. Yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be pretty interesting. All right, got anything else for the lobby? I'm gonna close my eyes and I pretend I'm doing Steven Seagal. I love him. Oh, that's funny, Jack. You professed your love for Steven Seagal um, last uh, last episode as well. No, I did not. It's clear. It's clear. Clearly edited. Clear. <laughs> you know, Jack, if you got a thing for him, it's it's understandable. I mean, he's, you know, in his day. Wish he was dead. Grabbing that ponytail from behind. Ripping his head off like Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. I feel like I could stand a chance against him fighting. No. You- not in his prime. <laughs> but, I mean, his entire career in life is built on one big, fat, bullshitty lie. You know, like, there's no evidence of him actually being good at anything. And he's, he's good at pandering in Russia or whatever. Marked for death showed differently. I mean, I would be much more scared of Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
We need to watch one of his movies. L- like we we watched the one where he's in like the hockey, well, yeah, not, hockey place. Not on Movie Muggin. Uh, movie Muggin deserves a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. The, the, there's too much. Like Jean Claude Van Damme is at least like kicking people and like looking pretty good while he does it. And then what's his name? Fucking Steven Seagal is just like slap fighting. Mm-hmm. It looks more like he's trying to fan himself off on a hot day at Six Flags than he is actually like doing any sort of martial art technique. Hey, let me ask you a question. When uh, when you two get together and uh, he, he says that he wants to suck you off, and so you, you come toward him, does he play like a little game where he just keeps slapping your, your dick away before he gets his mouth? <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to hide a gun in my penis and shoot him while he, when I put it in his mouth. You're going to hide a gun in your penis. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like a case gun. You know, like, have you ever seen the, the their spies have the briefcase gun where yeah. there's they, they put their finger through the loop and the, the handle and they pull it and it shoots out of the bottom? Okay, yeah. It, I, I will do something like that with my wiener. <laughs> okay. I'll have a string and a loop attached to it. I'm going to become the world's first cyborg. I feel like the guy in Upgrade was heading that direction. If there was an Upgrade 2, I feel like he would yeah. uh, be able to cock his dick, like, yeah. start start spraying I feel like bullets. you have to have a foreskin intact to have the right to have a penis shotgun. Just for the pure look of the pump, <laughs> for the shotgun effect, you yeah. definitely, or may, maybe it's just a more powerful version if you're not circumcised. Okay. But you gotta you gotta make sure you pull it back first, because uh-huh. yeah, you might blow off. And then maybe pull it forward again, and just you just know, at the end, just pump it several times so you can get that really strong burst. If if you have it up or forward, whatever you want to say, that's safety. Okay, and you can't shoot, you can't misfire. But you, you don't really want higher fire. ground either, because it'd be hard to to point down to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you had to be hard. I mean, that's just the way I see it. You, you can have your concealed carry, your flaccid concealed carry. Well, yeah, but you're not you're not shooting anybody with a flaccid penis. It's just not happening. And you're not shooting anybody with a penis. Oh, that's that's not true. Well, shooting them in the sense might of might be shooting gun. somebody tonight. Not not a squirt. <laughs> All right, you got anything else? Anything else you want to say about Steven Seagal? I hate him. Okay, I'll well. forever hate his guts. He's talentless. He's an oaf. He looks stupid. Why you got your fingers crossed, Jack? I don't. Yeah, okay. Just because they can't see. Everyone knows you're a filthy liar, and that's why they're on Team Jack. That's not true. You're clearly saying how you feel about Steven Seagal, clearly. Mm. And it just shocks me every single time. I wonder if you'll say anything else about him at some point. Surely not. I bet you will. I bet you will. All right, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, Jack, I'm not going to tell you what year this came out in yet. Okay. But it is uh, rated R. It's one hour and 35 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives this a 67% and IMDb 6 out of 10. And 82% of Google users like this movie. Uh, Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. There's a mild kiss at the beginning of the movie. And I didn't look up anything else, but I can tell you that there is violence and drug use. So you have not seen it? I have not seen this. Okay. This movie came out this year. I figured it was this year or... 1933 or whatever. It's one or the other. This movie is known as Cocaine Bear. Okay. I I guess it kind of had to happen. Absolutely. I I think it was on my list, and I'm pretty sure I took it off. (laughs) Why? 
I don't, I don't know. I I thought so. The first time I saw the trailer, I was like, I want to see this. But then I saw the trailer like two more times, and I was like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. We'll it has, see, dude. It has to be done. And then that that one guy from Goodfellas who looks horrible now, who's like the main character of Goodfellas, uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. No, the like. The main guy. In, oh, yeah, yeah, Ray Liotta. Yeah, who, like, did, like, a bunch of face shit, and okay. he's got, like, the nice hair. Yeah, rest in peace, Ray he's, Liotta. He's dead? He's dead. He's in this movie. Well, he's dead. Maybe the cocaine bear got him. <laughs> yeah, he, he passed away, I feel like, a year ago. Maybe we're not thinking of the same no, guy. No, I think we are. I think we are. The last thing I saw him in was some kind of fucking medicine for something. He was in, like, a, <laughs> one of those, have you tried uh, philanspia, you know, for... Uh, rosacea on your elbows no it, for um to quit smoking it was a quit smoking uh, uh, thing yeah let me look him up real quick so ray Liotta is in this think so let's find out i don't know who ray Liotta is so i might be matching the wrong face yeah he's in this and he looks really rough right? well ray Liotta looked really rough for a long time uh yeah he died almost a year ago may 26 2022 weird mm-hmm. and how this movie Came out like a, a year later. I mean, they make movies and then they uh, do all the other shit. Yeah, I mean, forever. you gotta, you know, you film it, then you edit it, and all that shit. And then sometimes it's like, all right, let's put it out now. Well, no, let's wait a little bit. So, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. But uh, yeah, Ray Liotta, rest in peace. All right, you ready to do this? Sure. All right, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2023's Cocaine Bear. Yep. Let me give it to the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about a guy who is uh, smuggling drugs in, and uh, I guess they're dropping it out of a plane so they can go back and get it later. There's like a drop point or something, but I think the, or is the plane going down? It I doesn't matter. There's a drop point. Yeah, so he he's dropping it in this uh, national forest called Blood Mountain in Georgia in Chattahoochee. Way down yonder. Which, what a the terrible place, I feel like, to drop cocaine. How about maybe the big drug dealer guy with all the money has a little bit of land that you can fly over that's yeah. flat? Like the Reverend Horton Heat song, Bales of Cocaine. That's where they're, they, they're dumping it somewhere like that. Have you ever heard that, Bales of Cocaine? Mm-mm. Such a great song. Uh, Reverend Horton Heat's awesome. Uh, these guys are just stupid. There's like <laughs> two smart people in this movie. So he's throwing it out of this plane, and then uh, he gets hit on the head in the airplane, so his parachute doesn't open. And basically, bags of cocaine are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and he dies. Yeah, and so a uh, a bear finds it first, and then uh, goes a little bit crazy. I guess cocaine makes a bear even more violent and aggressive. I mean, maybe. Well, in this case, nobody actually knows because well, based on a true story, yeah, as I'm gonna in, look that up. There's bags of coke in a forest and the rest is bullshit i bet a bear died from ingesting it or something there's got to be more to I mean, maybe all right well I'll, I'll look that up here in a minute uh and so the bad guys are going to look for it and there's uh, also this little girl who's skipping school with her friend and they're going to paint some waterfalls so they get out in the woods and then mom goes to look for her and then you have a park ranger and you got this uh, little gang of delinquents, and then a cop goes out there. So there's a lot of people going out in the woods for mm-hmm. Cocaine Bear to have its way with them. And uh, in the end, Cocaine Bear does have its way with quite a few people, but the uh, the little girl 
a little boy, the mom, and uh, two of the crooks uh, end up escaping. Yep. And a, a bad cop. Yeah. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. After a 500-pound black bear consumes a significant amount of cocaine and barks on a drug-fueled rampage, an eccentric gathering of cops, criminals, tourists, and teenagers assemble in a Georgia forest. So first of all, this was directed by Elizabeth Banks. Are you familiar with Elizabeth Banks? Mm-mm. So she was the uh, really colorful girl in uh, Hunger Games. Um, Who read the names? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And Wait, is she was also in the Pitch Perfect, right? Yep. yep. Okay. 40-year-old virgin. And she's funny. Yeah, she's really, really funny. And I'm surprised. Like, she's normally in movies with, like, Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen. And I wonder if she even invited them to be in this or something. I thought... Man, those those guys would have added so yeah. much to it. I was kind of, I was kind of just not. I mean, not disappointed, but I just. I'm I mean, thinking, now that I know, I'm disappointed. I, I'm thinking of the what could have been. Yeah, there's a lot of what could have been for this movie. <laughs> was there? Yes. Hey, it, it exceeded expectations for me. It basically was exactly what I thought it would you be. You said you'd seen a lot of the previews. I'd never seen hardly any of the previews. Well, when I, I did. It was a long time ago. The previews were all the same, which shows the guy up in the tree. Bears can't climb trees. Why are you up here? I never saw that. And then there's also like the big paw uh, when the mom's on the other side of the tree. And then the ambulance people, the paramedics, whatever, EMTs, it showed them. I don't remember what all it showed, but in within a like 10 minute span, I saw like the entire preview. Yeah, I, I fucking hate that when um, previews give away too much. And a lot of times it's like the best parts of the movie because they yeah. know their movie isn't great enough. And so they got to show all the good parts to get people to come to it. And then people come to it and they're like you, they're like, I fucking saw that man. All the best parts I saw. Although this movie, the box office, $85 million. This did really fucking well. Seriously. <laughs> yes. I, I thought this would have done like 160,000. No, you know, like, and now all those people are mad that they, Went and wasted their fucking money. No, I don't think Just so. like you did today. No, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> you paid $20 to yeah, watch it, this. It's a, it's a new release. It was the longest hour and a half movie I've ever seen. It was pretty long. It did feel, it, yeah. it did feel really long. But I'm 100% okay with paying 20 bucks to rent that. Because number one... You're coping. Everybody expects <laughs> Movie Muggin to do Cocaine Bear. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so we got to do it. They didn't expect you to pick it, though. No, that's I'm sure a lot of people are going to be surprised that I said it's not on my list. Yeah, we uh, I like to keep people on their toes, including you. Um, but it also speaks to the world we live in now. I've been saying for a long time that we're coming close to the world of idiocracy. Yeah, and cocaine there's, bear. There's movies <laughs> like Al My Balls, and um, I can't remember the other stuff that was there, but yeah, Cocaine Bear would have fit in perfectly with that. Like they're just making shows or movies where they just give different kind of drugs to animals and they just kind of see how they react. Maybe put them in an arena together. I want to see cocaine piranha. It's funny you say that. There is a new movie coming out the summer of 2023 called Attack of the Meth Gator. (laughs) I definitely (laughs) want to. For real. That's going to be so much better. You think? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, It's going to be, they spent five bucks on the movie. It's going to be so horrible to watch. Like this movie... One of the biggest faults I'd have to give this movie is they tried. And this you don't try in this situation. You're making a movie called Cocaine Bear. You don't try to have any sort of heartwarming narrative or 
cute moments. It's called Cocaine Bear. You have a bear on cocaine that eats people. I saw like four people die in this movie total. It was mostly just mom looking for her daughter. Like Little Red Riding Hood is lost in the forest. You saw him. Don't try. Don't try it. You're, it's cocaine bear. And I'm, I'm surprised. I figured Elizabeth Banks was a nobody. But when you said it's a this big name lady who's funny, she had fun. I was like, how the fuck does someone funny make this movie? She had fun. That's I, why she was like, I didn't find this movie to be funny. She was probably smoking weed with Seth Rogen one day, and Seth Rogen was like, uh, 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 I got an idea. Uh, why does he sound like? Isn't that how Seth like Rogen? Scooby, more like <laughs> Scooby. They were just smoking weed, and he was like, dude, what if we got a bear high? And she's like, oh, it's such a true story. Well, she's like marijuana bear. Uh, that that could be cool, right? But he'd just be chilling and, and wanting to eat. But what heroin if we did bear, cocaine bear. And it was just one of those fucking drug fueled ideas. Like when me and your mom used to smoke weed, like I'd come up with these great ideas, great ideas. <laughs> so my guess is it was like that. And they wrote some shit down. And she was like, dude, that'll be so much fucking fun. And I think we're going to have really different scores on this movie. I think I so, too. this movie was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So if we go to see, or whatever, we go watch Methigator, Attack of the Methigator. We will. Which people are going to say, that's so ridiculous. It's literally just Cocaine Bear, but you swap two parts of it. And then you got Methigator. It's no more ridiculous than Cocaine Bear. I guarantee you it is going to be like of the same quality of like... Shark to Crocosaurus. Oh, 100%. To puss. 100%. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Cocaine Bear should have been. But they they tried too hard it was, for what it was. They it, really did. You cannot those, say they didn't. It was one of those movies that was leveled up. Like even, even. But you don't do that. But Piranha did it. You couldn't wait to show Piranha. Piranha did the same thing. Yeah, but it was actually like like good. But there was the love story in there. there yeah. Was, there was heartwarming stuff in there. But it was also a lot lower quality at the same time. No, the, Zombie you, Tidal Wave was low quality. Another one of your picks. Yeah, I know. But another love story. You, but it's different. It's different to me. I don't remember those movies that way. I'm going to remember this movie that way. And also, there's probably a lot more stuff happening in Piranha and what's it called? The zombie tidal wave? <laughs> then yeah. there there was nothing happening in this movie. I disagree. It was a big nothing burger. Oh, it was man. It took bear, a while to get going. Bear eats. Uh, he bit someone's arm off, I think. Bit someone's wrist off. Leg. Bit someone's leg off. Face. Uh, yeah, scratched someone's face off camera. No, no, well. And ripped his head off and put it in a bucket in a closed room and had to open with the door fully intact. <laughs> okay. Off camera. This movie sucked. Dude. I, I am actually wow surprised. And it's another thing. So, yes, I, I've said it before, before already. They tried pretty hard, but it was also just the most cliche movie at the same time. I feel like you do one or the other. You make it garbage, cliche, whatever, stupid, or you actually try. They did fucking both. You know, the why is this kid have an IQ of like 3,000? The little blonde kid who... I loved uh, Henry. I uh, thought he was a great character. Obviously, it's yeah, he was probably the best, but it was one of those things where, it, you know, like every smart kid in a movie who has insight of a, a 80-year-old man who's traveled to every country, every single smart kid in any movie is 
the Henry. They're okay. like I, I talked about this in some other movie. But what's your complaint here? Because Henry was great. That he, he was so much. He was so cookie cutter and completely ununique of oh, a character. What? He's a little kid that says bad words okay. and skips school to go do something fun. And he's smarter than every other character in the movie. I can't. Okay, I he can't. He was great in. This. You put he me on the spot, so much, and I can't tell you okay. movies like that. <laughs> but you can't tell me that that his character is unfamiliar to you. Okay, I won't tell you that, but I will tell you <laughs> that he fucking nailed it. He set the bar extremely high. He he was the best character. He was the best character, but it's he just was fucking great, man. It just bothered me that okay. the only unique thing was the premise. And they didn't really build this movie too much around the premise. The beginning of the movie, like when the lady, the the, the park ranger was still alive and the bear was actually thought about. Like the, the bear, it's supposed to be ferocious killing everybody, I swear. So two paramedics died, one not from the bear. One kid got shot in the head. One kid got killed by the bear off screen. Um, yeah, when one of the other paramedic got killed by the bear. Who else died? I mean, uh, Ray Latayo or whatever. Leota. Yeah, he, he got killed. Yeah, in real life. He got killed in real life? No, he had a heart attack. Okay. Yeah, so he, he got killed by the bear. It was kind of lame, boring death. You know, it's a cocaine bear. There should not be a single boring death or a single off-screen death in a movie called Cocaine Bear. Okay, but right? All right, but like look. that's not that's not me being ridiculous, right? You you go to see Cocaine Bear for the blood and gore and and the cocaine bear. I don't totally agree with that. It's called the co- so I, if, if I know, you I know. let's go see Shark to Croctopus <laughs> and, and we don't see it that much. How are you going to feel? All right. We went and saw to see Shark to Croctopus to see Shark to Croctopus kill people. Okay, but you've seen video of Shark to Croctopus or... I have or, not. All right, so what was that? We watched that Anaconda movie. Yes, okay, so, so Snake Aconda or whatever it was called. Snake Aconda? It wasn't just a, an Anaconda. It, it, was, it was Piranaconda. Piranaconda. But why would it be called Snake Aconda? <laughs> it wouldn't be. That's like Catalion. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Yeah, that was stupid. Okay. <laughs> but those deaths were ridiculous. Okay. The deaths in, in Cocaine Bear, I thought were good just because you couldn't see everything. And sometimes a leg would come flying or a head would go rolling or something like that. There were some scenes that I thought were really good. And the gore in this was great. Come on. Come it's on. It's a bear. Okay. It looked like someone stepped on a landmine. I want bear. Okay, the gore. It bit his leg off at the knee and then left him alone. Okay, what about? It's a bear. What about the guy's arm that, that broke? I mean, Are none of it really. It all looked cheap. Oh, no. I love the gore. I thought the gore was fantastic. I I think that well, does a big fail of the movie. You're the they, gore snob, though. Uh, okay, yes. But at the same time, it's cocaine bear for the for the last time. That's the last time I'm gonna say those words together. Doubt it. It has to be a certain way. You don't. It doesn't. They tried too hard in the wrong areas. I mean, this is someone who I feel like didn't ever watch any of the movies we've mentioned and decided to do their own take of it, where the bear was like the fourth main character when the movie is titled after it. I see four people die, maybe. Oh, there was more. It's just, okay, we'll count six. One was shot and killed. One car crash. 
and the other one completely off screen. So that leaves like four on. Um, the lady at the very beginning who was going to name her kid Texas. Off screen. Okay, but deaths, man. Bear deaths. It's cocaine bear. I understand. I just said it again. <laughs> it will not be the last. You you can't there destroy the bear. There are off-screen deaths in movies like I know, this. I know, I know. There but, aren't. There just, there can't be. I, it I, is a movie with that title, like and, and Piranaconda. Did you like those on-screen deaths? Dude, that movie. Did you like those on-screen deaths? No, that movie, like a third grader made it with one year of allowance, you yeah. know? Like that movie the was. same red mist every time somebody <laughs> just got swallowed whole. They were dis they disappeared and it just missed. Yes, I, I, I did not like that. And I don't think you should do that. And that's why I say, like, these movies, while there's so many, there is a formula. I don't know exactly what the formula would be, but if I had whatever budget I needed, I could make a better one than any other single movie. And no Sharknado, no Shark to Croc to Cyborg, whatever. No Piranaconda, no Cocaine Bear. I'm, I would be so much higher because it's like a, a, a work-life balance, you know? A little too much of either side, and it's not correct. you got to balance it. In your eyes. And, yes, yeah, so Piranaconda... Way too much on the cheap, 15 deaths per minute on the screen. Uh, that was just a ridiculous, horrible, probably the worst movie ever created, besides Blood Fart Lake. Um, <laughs> and Cheech and Chong up and smoking. <laughs> Thanks, Killing. Yeah, those are like the holy trifecta, unholy trifecta. And then this movie, it was more on the higher budget side. Like they tried with a lot of things. But they, I feel like they missed the mark. You got to get right in between, man. And then there's no movies that are. I, I mean, Piranha is pretty close. Piranha was funny. It had a lot of boobs. Like there was, yeah, it was. A, it let you know it's a joke. And then it had some of the serious shit, but you didn't give a shit about it. This movie wanted you to care about like the children and the mom and oh, I got to rescue my daughter and Piranha. They didn't really try to make you care, you know? It's a movie where there's... They did a little bit. They there's, had some kids that were stranded. There's, But it, no one cared. In that movie, there's also wet t-shirt con contests. And then there's the guy who's driving his boat, running over everyone's head and yeah. rips the lady's head off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that scene had more action than this movie. And that was a five-minute scene from Piranha from, what, 2010? Okay, but, they, but they just didn't take notes from the people who did it better before them. I think this movie went exactly the way Elizabeth Banks wanted it to go. I think she made the movie she wanted to make because she's she's got the money, she's got the backing. I, I really think, dude, everybody's fucking seen Tyrannosaurus crab <laughs> dog man, right? Come on, everybody's seen that. No, shit. I guarantee you. You think she's seen if those? We movies. haven't seen it. She, all right. How many people do you Sharknado. think have? She's she's seen Sharknado. Well, everyone has seen. Okay, that one. exactly. I think she made the movie she wanted to make. She didn't want to make it like a piece of shit like that because those are piece of shit movies. But you know what <laughs> yeah. they are. You know they're pieces of shit going in. Yeah. This is so many steps above that. And and I and I understand there was some character development, but but it it worked for me because it brought different elements into it, different humor, and and also the bear was CGI, poorly done. Yeah, I thought it was done really really well. I I never thought it looked real. Good lord, how can we be on opposite <laughs> spectrums? I thought it, I, I thought they did a really good job. So with a CGI bear mauling people on screen, how's that going to work? 
Are I you going to make those people? I saw Piranaconda mall well? people on screen. <laughs> I just don't think you can have that, right? I, I don't think it would look right if you had a CGI bear mauling real actors. You know, it's it's hard mm, yeah. enough sometimes for people to pretend they're looking right at the CGI thing. Yeah, but to have that really mauling people, I just I don't think it would work. You so, have to make the person into CGI yeah. as well. So you make it more about the gore and more about the imagination of exactly how it's getting ripped up inside those bushes. So I don't know. It 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 worked for me. I enjoyed it. I see your point and I know that you could make a this was a a humorous maybe horror movie. Okay. Put the two together. Yours would be straight horror. And no, it would not. You what it would be funny. Would it? Like well, you think I, I'm just gonna do serial killer from the West. I don't know. You know, uh, attacking you, the spring break beach, <laughs> you know, like it, it would be, it would not take itself too seriously. And not to say that this movie did, but it did. No, it didn't. It absolutely did. No, it didn't. This movie did not take itself seriously, it, but it absolutely Bears can't climb trees. So I see this as a movie where they tried and failed. Okay. So they obviously tried. They hired actors that have been in other things, and these people were trying to act good and all of that stuff. And they they tried to make a higher quality movie. They did. But I think by doing that, they made it shittier, in my opinion. So you rather it would have been more like Sharknado? Yeah. Really? Yes, because it has the opposite effect on me. So this obviously horrible kind of movie. It's just like those other ones we've been talking about. Those are all lumped in in one area. I don't think those are meant to cross over to a place where there's actors who have been in things who like people, oh, well, that's so-and-so from whatever. And I know these people are big names, but they had names. They weren't a fucking... Ian Ziering type. I guess he was in the, like what nine hundred two one zero or whatever. Yeah. And then all the Sharknado. <laughs> that was it. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it was. It makes me feel like you're trying, and then I view the movie differently, and that's like a, a big part of it. The humor in this movie. There was a couple parts that I did think were funny. I mean, this whole movie was not bad, and this movie, I didn't hate it. It just didn't live up. I'm a little disappointed. I think she did the kind of movie she wanted to do. I'm, I'm hey, really, really fine by her. And, and, and you know what? The people your... who did Sharknado did the movie they okay. wanted to do, and that movie sucked. Well, if it didn't match your expectations, <laughs> that's okay. You know, to each his own. So that's another thing that proves my point about Einstein kid. I'd love to not remember that, but that sticks with a man forever. That is something an Einstein kid in a movie okay. would say. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. You know, like, it doesn't have to be the smartest thing ever. Like, it doesn't take someone that smart to say that. But he's a fucking little kid, man. Come on. I know, but he added so much to this movie. If he wasn't in it, this movie would okay. be getting like a four. So you're talking <laughs> shit about him, but you loved him at the same time. I liked him. And, like, it's it's hard not to be on the side of this overused character type. You know, it's hard... To make the kid so annoying, this kid wasn't annoying, and usually Not at all. Einstein kids in movies are. Yeah, he wasn't. He was funny. He was endearing. You know, I. It's one of those things like you hate to admit. I hate to admit. Yes, I did like it. This character type that I'm just dogging on that I think is overused and stupid. It, but it, it just it's one of those things that kind of works. You know. You know, as long as they keep working, people are going to keep putting them out. Exactly. All right, so at least based on the cocaine bear, 
Would you feel a little more comfortable having three grizzly bears in the arena with you if they were cocaine bears? Well, absolutely. If they're <laughs> and grizzly bears are just stronger than black bears and bigger. And if those were on cocaine, that's like why drop a nuke when you can drop a cocaine grizzly bear and it'll do the same thing without any nuclear issues. That'd be another fun variable in that game. Not only could you have uh something on your team, but you could decide to give them cocaine because maybe mm -hmm. cocaine bisons or buffalo would be a hell of a lot scarier yeah. than four gorillas. They'd be a little faster, I uh -huh. feel like. Yeah. Cocaine gorillas. I mean, uh, don't give the, the hunter cocaine. <laughs> no. I think he's going to do anything better. He just think he's better than he really is. 10,000 rats on cocaine. If you can do the 10,000 rats on coke, you might not need another thing to pick. That's a lot of rats. Cocaine would be a game changer in, in that little game, for sure. I think meth would be good, too. I don't remember. There was a... I think it was meth or PCP or something. There's a video on the internet of a guy who had, like... His mouth was bleeding a lot because he had chewed up the inside of his uh, cheeks on it. He, he looked like he had eaten somebody. That's terrible. Yeah. That's, that's not really related to anything. I was going to go, where's the rest of the story? Was that kind of it? Yeah, that I mean, okay. meth is bad. It was a, it was a, just a video, and he's like rocking back and forth, shirtless, and I think the police are there or something. He's like, you can see him actively biting his inside of his mouth. I fucking hate when I accidentally bite my lip or the inside mm. of my mouth, and the thing is fucked up. Once it gets swollen, you just fucking end up biting it again <laughs> and so, again. I know, like, and a few more times. When is it going to go down? You just. Gotta go to the doctor if you're asking that question. Quit biting it. Oh, yeah. Five hours or more? Four. I was thinking about I that think. the other day. You know, the closer I get to having to take a, a little blue pill, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna if I need to. That's that's I mean, for sure. I mean, yeah, what man wouldn't? But I was just thinking, you know, for them to put that warning label out there of if you have an erection lasting four hours or longer- It's painful. To, to seek emergency assistance- <laughs> I don't know the percentage of people that that happens to, but number one, that'd be terrible. Number two, wh what do you do? You you walk in with a fucking pillow over your lap or something? Or, uh, how, how does this, what, what happens there? I and, don't and, know. And how do they fix it? They suck your dick. <laughs> Imagine if it was not a nightmare. Well, it's got to be, it's got to still be erect like after you come or something, or maybe you can't come. Maybe. Because I feel like if you ejaculate... It just goes. It goes. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. Do some research on that and get back with me. <laughs> it's it's called a priapism. Yeah, we've uh, talked about that before, and they got to drain it or something. Yeah, with, with syringes. We're not, we're not going there. And the other one is just worse. Put me to sleep first before you do anything with my wiener. Yeah, it's either syringes and sucking out the blood multiple times. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or... Don't... Scalpel uh, in a little, uh, turn it 90 degrees, oh, and then no. it comes out. But uh, So either you go through the needle barrage, or you have a big pee hole. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how you would fare after a big pee hole surgery. I don't either. Also, there's got to be a better way. That's what I heard in that video. Like, shouldn't there be some kind of drug to counteract that? Do we have to go straight to sharp things? I, yeah, I, I don't know, because if there's a drug that puts the blood there, there yeah. should be a blood that puts the, or a pill that puts the blood back. Bloods? Gonna come take care of it? <laughs> Help me out. Mm -mm. 
I was going to ask you something, and then you started talking about twisting a fucking scalpel in the head of my <laughs> penis, and I, and I totally forgot. Well, it's in the urethra. Oh, I remember. So you talked earlier about if you had the endless budget that you could make a movie, like the best movie like this ever made. I want you next episode to bring me the title of your movie. Okay. Well, I'm obviously I'm going to take a lot of time on it, like a, the real deal. Like so ten, I'm, gonna, I'm ten minutes before. No, I'm saying the real deal. So I'm going to have to bring a, a problem, maybe a, a few, and I'll okay. put I'll put a few fake ones in there too. Sure. All right. Will you do that? Sure. Because I'd like to know from the mind of Jack what um, what type of movie along the same genre uh, of ridiculousness would uh, you would want? Man, I already thought of. A good animal type that would be really funny. Well, put it in your phone. I don't want you to forget. I'll, I'll remember it. Okay. Famous last words. <laughs> hey, so uh, full transparency, we took a uh, break a little while ago and ate some salmon, which uh, speaking of bears, uh, bear's favorite meal, some salmon. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of uh, kind of interesting. But I took that time to look up. This said based on a true story. Um, nah, nah, so it says nah. the film is loosely inspired by the events surrounding a 175 pound American black bear that died after ingesting a duffel bag full of cocaine in December of 1985. You were right. Mm-hmm. You were right. The cocaine had been dropped out of an airplane piloted by Andrew C. Thornton II, just like that a person real in this, person. who was a uh, former narcotics officer and convicted drug smuggler because his plane was carrying too heavy of a load. Thornton then jumped out of the plane with a faulty parachute and died. The bear who died sometime after consuming the cocaine was found three months later in northern Georgia alongside 40 open plastic containers of cocaine. Wow. Uh, It says uh, the bear is currently on display at the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall in Lexington, Kentucky. What? Why is it called the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall? That's weird. (laughs) What Uh, a place for a cocaine bear's corpse to be. Yeah. Kentucky Fun Mall. Put that on the bucket list. That is such a Kentucky thing. But that's... uh, Who has ever been to Kentucky? Um, like I forget that that's a state. I've uh, you know it's like it should be like Kentucky, comma Alabama, like a place in Alabama because that's all Kentucky is is Alabama too in my head. I've been there. I've been to uh, Fort Campbell, home of the 101st Airborne. Had oh some, yeah, had some friends who who stayed in after me, and we took a road trip one time and and went and saw them. Where is Nantucket? <laughs> that's Kentucky in my head. Is no Kentucky Nantucket. Timbuktu. I think are Nant- any of them real? Nantucket is. <laughs> I feel like it's near Martha's Vineyard, <laughs> which is like the uh, wow. Okay, north. Wow, I know what you're talking about. Northeast coastline somewhere is where Nantucket is. Yeah, Nantucket isn't like one of those places that would be in like a big, well-known state. You know, like. There's no Nantucket, California. No, I feel like it's maybe New Hampshire <laughs> yeah. or um, Delaware <laughs> or Rhode Island or something up there. Yeah, Vermont. Hey, if you know where Nantucket is, uh, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Let <laughs> me know on. and I'll send you a movie mug and sticker. Nantucket. Because there's just no way we could possibly figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so most of this movie was uh, about trying to avoid the cocaine bear, but at the same time, get the cocaine or get the fuck out of the forest. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of different characters, like different character groups. You had the uh, park ranger lady who got her fucking ass clawed up. Yeah, that uh, was funny. And then the guy that she was in love with, which is the guy, which was the guy from Modern Family, mm-hmm. uh, he got killed. And uh, then you have this little, I call them little gangsters. They're, they're fucking pussies. <laughs> like 10th graders. 
who are just stupid and yeah. up to no good. They're just punks that are, you know, they steal things when they can, and they decide they're they're going to rob people. What? And, it sound like a, a an old man? No, that they also can't use a butterfly knife correctly. Yeah. So I can't Jack, stand that. Jack is a butterfly knife expert, or is no, it a, not, no, no, no. Song. I, I am. You're really good. And yeah, but you also don't see what I see. There, I am not an expert. The people that are experts are insane, but I, I am happy with what I know. Yeah, he can fucking open cool them and, and flip them and do I, all. I sorts know some of tricks. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, I, I can't stand to see people, and like if you're a dude in a movie. And you have a butterfly knife, or if you if you have a butterfly knife in real life, you should know at least one opening, just a simple opening, so that you don't look like a fucking twat when you're trying to open it. I think it's twat, but uh, go ahead. Who cares? Tomato, but tomato. I think he he said that it's not mine. Like they found it. You know, he didn't know how to fucking use that. But still, I know whenever you see a butterfly knife in a movie, you're you get that uh, you get that boner going, and you just can't wait to see what's going to happen with it. He that was such bullshit. Like spice up your movie by one percent by having somebody who knows the simplest little trick to open it up, and it just looks cooler. Yeah, I did like his character though. His his yeah. character was the only one of the the little punks that uh, that made it. The he was got a horrible a, actor, though. Uh, so then you got uh, O'Shea Jackson, uh, which is uh, Ice Cube's son, and Ray Liotta and some other dude. They're going trying to get the the cocaine. And uh, <laughs> poor Ice Cube, man, he gets like uh, stabbed in the back with the butterfly knife. And then later on, a, a cop shoots off two of his fingers, but it's not the two fingers next to each other. It was his ring finger and pointer finger. Yeah, like, I how think. the fuck do you get those two fingers shot off? That that was another little moment of humor that they interjected into this film that I that I thought was pretty good. That caught me off guard because I was like, dude, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Like, who who is making this <laughs> this movie and it is is allowing that? And then they said that, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> something I'm sad about. I'm really struggling with my score right now, okay. but we're not there yet. Something I am sad about is that I think my favorite and the best death was. When the lady, the park ranger, was in the stretcher and she fell out and her face just hit the ground and then uh-huh. it just peeled her face off. Like a like Tony Hawk, uh, Pro Skater 4. Yeah, and it's like in a movie called Cocaine Bear about a cocaine bear fighting and mauling and killing people. How sad is it that my favorite death has nothing to do with the bear? Indirectly it did. Indirectly. Yeah, that's like, so someone's running away from Jason in the forest and they, they fall on top of a sharp tree, whatever. That's not from Jason. You you like you would want your favorite death to be Jason splitting someone's face in half with his machete or in Jaws, someone getting eaten by a shark rather than drowning, you know? it's It was the most fun death. And, and yeah, it was, it was my favorite. It looked really good. Yeah. She just painted the road. And Hannah, how much would it suck? You're in that stretcher. You can't move. You're locked down. Like uh, her, uh, they had those, uh, what are they? The straps over yeah. her legs and her, uh-huh. her like, chest. So she couldn't even like put out her hands to like break her fall or anything. <laughs> that must she have hurt. Just saw that coming, man. Yeah. How, how awful. Yeah, she saw it coming and going in for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, I think that's, Kind of goes to show how poorly they went wrong, or however you would say it. All right, let's just get into favorite parts. 
I loved when she died. Yeah. I hated her, the park ranger. It makes you wonder who the fuck is in charge. Like, when you go to the mall and you see a fucking 800-pound person that's 900 years old on the Segway, and you're like, how are they hired in a role that is supposed to protect people? This lady looked like my English teacher. You know, she's like 71. You know, she's seen better days. She's not going to be running after anybody. She's not very fast. And you're like, how? How does she have a gun? And in this movie, she accidentally shot a teenager in the back of his head (laughs) instead of shooting a big old bear. Yeah. She's closing her eyes when she's shooting. And, And the crazy part is, is that that exists in real life. People who get to carry around guns who have no idea what they're doing. Dude, there's so many times, like, you're watching a cop show, like Cops or whatever, and, and you see this, like, fucking fat bastard who's 69 years old. All 30 grandkids are already, like, 45 years old. And you're like, how are you on this show? Get discharged or something already. What are you doing? You know, Paperwork? I, I've seen some... You can't see the computer screen. Your eyes are bad. You're good for nothing. I've seen some pretty big cops catch up with some people before when when they're running somehow. <laughs> I it's just but you know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah. The guys with the white mustaches with eight chins. I know. I know. You're like, how are you a cop? That's not, that should not be allowed. When when I got out of the army, uh, I missed it, so I decided to join the National Guard because I thought, okay, one week in a month and two weeks out of the year, I'm going to get to do some pretty cool shit because nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't that make sense? that you would get to do cool shit on those two days, but we didn't, and it was a fucking joke. And our first sergeant, do that. You're supposed to be able to do a certain amount of sit-ups and push-ups and run the two <laughs> mile in a certain <laughs> amount of time back then. There's some people who you're like, he can even run 10 feet. Dude, no. He was so big, there's no <laughs> fucking way he could have done five sit-ups. And I was like, and they were, and God, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And so you, you I, went I, from bi- the big leagues. Yeah. You remember the SpongeBob, the salty spittoon? And then, like, no, go to Weenie Hut Jr. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the, you went from the salty spittoon to Weenie yeah. Hut yeah. General. I went from a, a well trained uh, <laughs> infantry company to the National Guard, and people didn't know what the fuck they were doing. We used to do what was called CTT training all the time, common task training, where you would, uh, work on map reading skills and land navigation and uh, first aid, how to do all these things. And I went to one of the stations and uh, I think it was reading terrain or something. And they're like, uh, no go. And I'm like, no, I did it right. And they're like, no, that's a no go. And I said, dude, I I did it right. And uh, he calls over a sergeant and he's like, hey, and trying to get you. Yeah. And the sergeant's like, "Uh, yeah, that's that. And I was like, yeah, I, I did. I did that right. So then they were like, okay, well, you run the station now, right? These people didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Uh, and I was in such better shape. And I thought, if we get called up to go to war, you're going to see all these people die. I am not going to fucking do what these people say because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. and I don't want to be in a foxhole with one of them. I don't want to be in a, yeah, I just, I couldn't. So the, the old CO decided he didn't want to be a CO anymore. So he got rid of his commission and he became a sergeant. And I kind of got to be friends with him um, because he used to be um, prior real military mm-hmm. too. And so we, we we talk a lot. And I told him, I said, man, I'm, I'm scared <laughs> to stay in this unit. And he said, here's the thing. Don't tell anybody I told you, but since you were in the regular army and you were honorably discharged, you don't have to stay in this. 
And I was like, what? And he said, nope, you just tell them that you won out and uh, they will uh, honorably discharge you. Then you're and, like, uh, awesome. Yeah. So I called them <laughs> up and I said, hey, I'm not coming anymore. I, I want my discharge. And they told me no. And so that guy said, just don't show up. Just just don't show up and, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll discharge you. So I didn't show up and I got a phone call saying that they were going to call the cops on me because I was considered not AWOL, but I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. They're going to call the cops or the MPs or something. And I kept talking to that sergeant. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So I just, I never went again. And I finally got my honorable discharge. Uh, nice. Little thing in the mail. Um, yeah. And and the sad thing about it is when the Iraq war started, they started calling up fucking National Guard troops to go kick in the doors. And I just thought. They're not going to be able to do it. I was like, that's fucking terrible that you're calling these these kids up who some of them, the most time they've spent any one time was like basic training. They're eight weeks of basic training or whatever. And then they're going to a fucking joke of a unit. And then you're sending them into a combat zone. They're just going to die. Such a fucking disservice, man. Such a fucking disservice. I, I hope at least they, but when they called them up, they sent them to, to fucking Fort Bragg or Fort Campbell or Fort Order somewhere and had like real infantry groups train them for a long period of time. But I have a feeling they didn't. Because that would just be the fucking U.S. government military thing to do. Yeah. But um, how'd we get here? Because I was talking about how she was a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely oh, yeah. unfit looking. Yeah. She like that is the opposite. I, I feel like she would be a cashier at Walmart. Hundred percent. You would see her at that before you would see her. The only place I would expect seeing her is in a beauty shop with one of those big hair dryer things over her head, yeah, just sitting there gossiping with someone. Reading a magazine yeah. about Zac Efron's penis or something. <laughs> like, just one of those where it shows, like, the guy with his swimsuit, like a paparazzi photo, where it's showing his hip bones real good, okay. the V-lines. That's on the front cover, and it's was, Zac Efron. I was thinking more good housekeeping or something. <laughs> Reader's Digest. She's gossiping at one of those places. Oh, yeah. she, she's got to be horny all yeah. the time. <laughs> she was horny in this one. <laughs> yeah, she was. It just immediately took me back to when I worked at the mall. And it's like, there. have you ever been in situations where you're like, man, I wish I was a bad person because I would be having so much fun right now. No. No? Never? That I wished I was a bad person just so I could for be having just so much fun? That you were... I wish I was bad so I could kick all these old ladies' asses here at uh, this tea place that I happen to wander into. No, but like, I'm not a dumbass. I don't shoplift. I'm the only person in here who has not shoplifted. Yeah, right got arrested now. for it too. Yep. Uh, 13 years old. <laughs> Yeah, Target. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I'm still on their wall of shame. I, I highly doubt it. I wish. Though. I was banned forever, but I've been back. Oh. Yeah, motherfucker. What'd you steal? I didn't. I never stole again. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever, ever. Of course, I told my mom, oh, yeah, this is the first time I've ever stole. Meanwhile, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of stolen stuff back mm-hmm. in, in my shit bedroom. in your room. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get in trouble at the mall, and dude... No one's going to catch you until the real cops show up, you know? Like, that could be so funny, like getting chased around by some old fart on a Segway, and he's like, hey, stop it. And then they're not allowed to run you over. Right. And they're not allowed to do anything. They can call the real cops. Even if they were allowed to do anything, they wouldn't be able to. And it's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not that in shape, but you're not getting me. You're just not. I guess we did that. You're going to fall over and do a bad roll and break your elbow and your hip, old timer. 
We like did, I'm getting away. We did that to an extent when I used to skateboard. Um, oh, dude, I love th- these kinds of videos. There was, uh, they were they were making like a little strip mall, and so they had uh, all the all this concrete, um, and they already had roofs over it, and the concrete would kind of go down. So we would go down on it, <laughs> um, and and some of them we would jump, and so and and it was nice and smooth, so you could like do skids and stuff on there. It was just a lot of fun, and we had security guards come out there sometimes and talk shit to us, and I never talked shit back because that just I just wasn't that kid. Mm-hmm. But the guys I was with would completely talk oh, shit back, and yeah, I would like punk what, rock what, what in the, the background. Yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> get in your fucking stupid car and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we would still skate for a little bit more. And then I'd be like, dude, they're going to call the real cops. We could get the fuck out of there. But then yeah. we just go back the next day and, uh, and do it so all I've, over. I've kind of been in that situation before, but I mean, I get what you say. I mean, there, there would be that feeling of, uh, being like 10 foot tall and bulletproof or something Yeah, situations like that. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, man, those, those poor fucking people, they're just doing their job. Yeah. You know? They're they're getting sent out to do a shitty job that not many other people want. They know they don't have fucking have any authority over anybody, and you know <laughs> it's kind of a you're you're set up to to fail and you're set up to be in shit situations, yep. and you're not getting paid nearly enough money to put up with little fucking bastard skateboarders. Yeah, um, my favorite part was the whole uh, paramedic scene. So they'd originally called the paramedics because uh, Ice Cube's son, Ice Cube Junior. Um, beat the fuck out of all three of the... Uh, delinquents. Yeah, delinquents. That's the word I, I was looking for earlier. And when two of them, they, they took one with them to go show them the gazebo where the cocaine supposedly was. Mm-hmm. And the other two went into the uh, park ranger's place and called the ambulance because one of them had a concussion. So in the meantime, the bear had came in there and uh, the park ranger, who had already been, her butt had been mauled by the bear... <laughs> Uh, she's like, open the door, the bear's there, and they open the door, and she shoots the kid in the head, yeah. big old fucking hole, and then the bear comes in and basically kills everybody. So the paramedics pull up, thinking that they're just going to be dealing with the, like this concussion. So they pull up, and they're trying to open the door, but they can't because there's a body there. Yeah. They they finally get the door open. Like, he's been shot. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're freaking out because there's blood all over the place, while... One of the paramedic, the lady attends to the uh, park ranger who's still alive. The other guy, uh, Scott Sice, he's a comedian. I'll, I'll play you some of his stuff here in just a minute. He walks toward a door where there's blood just coming through the, yeah. the bottom of the door. Number one, don't open that door. Yeah. Call for backup. Because you're either going to see something you'll never forget mm-hmm. or you're going to die. Or you're going to see something you'll never forget if that much blood is rolling out of a room. Yeah. He opens up the door. And the bear just kind of comes out of the shadows, which is a pretty cool that, shot. That was pretty cool. He slowly shuts the door. And then, of course, the bear knocks it down and he's on top of him and uh, just, you know, pressing on him and dripping all the blood and stuff in his face. Yeah. Uh, he manages to, to get up and uh, the other girl takes the park ranger to the ambulance. And uh, Scott Sice is just like, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And so they take off and he's running, trying to get into the ambulance because the back doors are open. He hops into it. And then uh, the um, park ranger is pointing to her gun, and he's like, dude, don't shoot me. Yeah, I thought she was going to kill yeah. him, too. I'm like, you stupid bitch. They look back, and this bear's fucking hauling ass. Yeah. Hauling ass, and he's trying to shut the door. And finally, the bear, in like a slow motion, jumps into the ambulance, and you just know that he's that he's mauling the dude. The guy ends up like falling to the front. And, uh, you know, then the, the lady sees the, the carnage there who's driving. She runs into a tree. 
I guess at that point the the stretcher goes falling flying out. Yeah. And then the lady lands on her face. I just that whole thing was just fun. It was a fun, fun sequence. I, I agree. And uh, if you've never heard of Scott Sice on uh, on TikTok, you need to follow him. He's a, he's a funny comedian. What he's most known for, in my mind anyway, is he did those videos where he pretends like he works somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like somebody will come up and say something like, uh, well, you had this in the ad. And he'll say, and then this music will start playing. He'll be like, oh, you mean the ad that was printed a week ago that had this on sale <laughs> and now everybody's bought it? So I'm going to see if I can find a, a good one of a good one of those real quick. All right, here's one. I'm telling all my friends not to shop here. Tell them. You think I want five other yous running around the store? <laughs> Have them call me. I'll tell them. You think you hate this place more than me? I work here. I know the sale ended last week, but can I still get a discount? Do you hear yourself? We can't go backwards. Time marches on. <laughs> you want the sale from 15 years ago, too? When's it end, Diane? You want that price? You're going to have to go through the quantum realm with Ant-Man. Like Diane. You know how much money I spend here? More than you should. The meatballs ain't that good. Save your money. End my time. Doesn't matter how much you spend here. We don't thank our donors. This isn't PBS. <laughs> Every time I come here, my order gets messed up. Then stop coming. <laughs> Make my day. Every time you come here, your order's messed up. Sounds like you're making the mistake. Look inward. You're ordering the wrong shit. I know that's not right. I used to work here. Well, things change. Sorry they didn't run it by you first. <laughs> used to work here. Well, I used to be happy. Then you walked in. Can you just check in the back? Can you just accept we don't have it? back ain't some magical place. What do you think is back there? Santa's workshop? The only thing back there is a clipboard with our schedules and some brownies Darcy brought in. Oh, there have been so many times where someone, at least towards the end of when I was working there, people are so in denial. Uh, I worked at one of those places where you were probably going to be asked to go to the back and check. And I used to just be like, we don't have that. Like, I'm not going to the back to check. I know we don't have that. Mm-hmm. Well, I came in yesterday and you had it. <laughs> and I I was this fucking stock manager. I know everything we have and everything we don't have. And people, I told I told somebody that before. I felt so good. Yeah. I was like, uh, I, I do the stock here. I'm the stock manager. We do not have that. And I like try to be polite while I'm saying something that they know is... Ugh. And that's like another situation where it's like, I wish, you know, I, I didn't care or I was a bad person. So I could just just scream at somebody. You're like, you dumb cunt. I fucking, you're the dumbest person I've ever met. Get the fuck out of here. Just because they ask if you can check the back? But you, the I kind know. of people, well, I, was, I, I know better than you, yeah. even though you work here. Oh, try me. I think if I was in retail sales, I would hear that music playing in my head so often. You just smile and they'd yeah. be like, well, I'm, let me talk to your manager. When I was at Toys R Us, man, we had to deal with a lot of people who oh. would really get upset. You know, micro machines fucking came out and they were huge when I was at Toys R Us. And there were certain ones that people always look for. And there might be one of those in like two cases or something. And they would be gone the minute you'd put them out on a shelf. Yeah. And go, well, can you check the back? And I'd be like, yeah, okay. And I would just go back there and, and just hang get out. Get a drink a or bit. something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd see somebody else every day. And then back there, I'd be like, they tell you to come look too. And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing later? <laughs> yeah. All right. Bucket of chicken.
Mm, I'm going to give it to... I'm going to let the, the two drug guys share it. Uh, the main drug lord who is whatever his name... Ray Tia- Liotta? Tiondo. Ray Tiondo. No. Uh, not him, but okay. his son yeah. and O'Shea Jackson. Okay. Okay. Just because... You know what? They they realize, you know what? This is fucked. There's a cocaine bear here. There's kids here. Fuck the drugs. <laughs> we got to get out. And, you know, the drug dealers ab- above your dad are going to be coming to kill us. So let's go get your kid and let's dip. Like, they saw the real, the, the big picture. And, and they were friendly and funny. Yeah. Uh, I got to give it to them. Yeah. And I like them together, even though. <laughs> and when they added in the third guy, the delinquent. Yeah. Uh, the trio was really, really good because they started kind of liking him because he was, I don't know, he, he was different when he wasn't with his delinquent buddy. Yeah. He was nice. And who isn't, you know? Well, yeah, that's true. That's just kind of how that works. He reminded me of the guy uh, who um, stole, did, did an upper decker in that. Yep. Uh, what what was that movie called? It was uh, like the longest. It was with Frodo. It was like, I don't want to be in this I, world anymore. I don't anymore. belong in, in yeah. this world anymore. He, I, it could have been I, the same guy. The first time I saw him mm-hmm. when he had the butterfly knife, I thought of the same yeah. person. Yeah. And I no one in this movie was a good actor. I mean, it was all pretty bad. But yet, I think they casted it pretty much perfectly. I think so, too. Well, anyone could have been the drug dealer's son. Anyone well, can yeah. cry badly. Because sure. he's going, Ugh. like, I, I can't stand when movies do that. He did have a, a good moment, I thought. The uh, the bear was coming down off of its cocaine high mm-hmm. and just got right on top of him because he was laying down. The cops had him laying down. It just collapsed on top of him. And like and, fully covered it yeah, except his and, legs. And there was some really funny dialogue from him underneath the bear. That I part was pretty good. Was partially ruined for me. When he yeah. Because his the, the guy's head who was being laid on by the bear was in the bear's chest. Yeah. Around that area. Yeah. And someone said, like, should we shoot him? And he's like, it's a her, all muffled. Mm-hmm. He's like, her pussy's on my ear or something. Yeah. I'm like, no, it isn't. I know. I saw it lay on top of you, and then I saw it get up off of you. Like, that, that, that to me, that is sloppy. Yeah. And yeah. That, that is another thing in movies. And you might be surprised. Sometimes I'm snobbish, and sometimes I let sloppiness go. That was an obvious one, though. But that was like, come on. Are you even paying attention to what you're writing, dude? Yeah, they should have uh, made him uh, lay down on him, like, 69 position. That would have yeah. been, been funnier. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was that was an odd choice to do that because it was like, obviously, it's that's like, not the case. No, that's wrong. Yeah. Now I, I'm mad at you. Uh, my bucket of chicken... It's tough, man. I you didn't like the gore. I thought the gore was really, really good. I thought they there's did so a, much to compare it to. I thought though. they did a great job with the gore. Hold on, I, you're about to talk. But so in the ambulance, the TikTok comedian guy, his like wrist was like separated yes. and all fucked up. That was great. We've seen that done before so much better. My my balls curled up and went. All the way up to my fucking neck in green room, when his he pulled his hand back, yeah, and they had almost cut it off. Yeah, in this movie, I saw it and thought nothing of it. Okay, you know, I thought it was good though. I it, thought it looked really good. That's always a it's an underdone gore effect to have someone's foot hanging off because usually it's like their whole leg fell off or something, or, or their wrist getting like that. That's uncommon, so they they get some points, but it was no green room. 
I, I found myself well, not being. No. I wasn't affected by any of the gore in this. Um, and I wished to be. None of it was like hard to see. Maybe the hardest thing was the park ranger's scratched butt, because you know how bad that would fucking hurt. But you can't really imagine how bad it would hurt that your wrist is falling off or your hands falling off your wrist. Yeah, there was some part of gore in here. Cuts. And I can't remember. So, uh, <laughs> hey, there you go. But I remember seeing it. I was like, oh. So, anyway, yeah, I don't remember what part that was. I'm, uh, the guy's leg fell off. No. The guy's no. head got shot. No, I mean, that was, that was pretty good, but I wasn't like, ah. Uh. The guy's head was in a bucket. No, that was no. That was stupid. All right, so watch Cocaine Bear, and then if wait you, for it to not be twenty dollars. Yeah, if you think you can figure out the part that made me go, ah, oh, <laughs> then uh, moviemuggin at gmail dot com, and if you're right, I will send you a movie mugging sticker. You're really stretching for um, those. I am going to uh, give it to Henry, the little boy. I knew it. He was fantastic. He pretended like he'd done cocaine you're before. Like, this is hard. When you were obviously going to give it to Henry. Yeah, it, it wasn't hard to give it to Henry. I, he was just a, a great character. Uh, the the whole part where he pretended that he'd done cocaine before, and then she was like, "Well, why don't you go ahead and do it now?" He's like, ah, "We're going to be hiking and shooting, you know. I don't want to do it." And she's like, "Well, I'll try. How do you do it?" And he's like, "I ah, eat it." And say, like, "No, no, no." <laughs> yeah, and, and the bear ate it. Yeah, and it worked for him. I I don't know. He was just great. I I really enjoyed his character. His character brought a ton a ton to this movie. I wish he'd have been on screen more. I wonder how long eating cocaine would take. Because, you know, like, you smoke weed, and, like, within 10 minutes, you're high. But you've if you eat an edible, it could be, like, three hours, you know? Like, cocaine, you snort it, go straight in your blood. You fucking put it on your gums straight to your blood. I also kind of, when I saw the bear eat a fully sealed... A kilo or whatever. ...brick of cocaine... Yeah. And then immediately start rampaging. That was another thing. I'm like, you know what? For this movie, they're not going to be like, all right, let's a three hour timer. But at the same time, it just little things like that take me out. That, that's another reason why if you do movies like this, you got to go more towards the shittier side. I, or sometimes that can really work because then if you're sloppy, it doesn't matter. You know, then your movies just, you know, is one of those movies. Who cares? But then you got people like me who are a little snobbish about this type of stuff. And I see, oh, you're trying to upscale this genre. And then not everything is correct and perfect. It's like, it takes me away. I think there's a place for upscaling this genre. There is. I mean, I, I would love nothing more than to see Shark to Croctopus <laughs> not look like a South Park character on a stick, you know, like attacking a whole marina. Yeah, not you know, starring Debbie Gibson. I, I, I don't know who that is, but... you don't. Everybody I, my age does. It would be great to see those with a high budget, because it would be fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm Pranacondas are very lame, but imagine if that looked real. Gorilla and, Hawk. And not just... <laughs> and not just horrible. Yeah. You know, that Pranaconda looked terrible, Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> but if that movie looked real, or Sharknado, or Zombie Tidal Wave, these could be some spectacular-looking movies. They'd still be bad, but it would be so much easier on the eyes, and I think more people could probably get into the... Would you call that a genre? Sure. I guess. Yeah. 
Well, I can't wait to hear what you bring uh, next episode. That's going to be. You uh, kind of took mine. The titles of yours. <laughs> what? Gorilla. I'm kidding. Gorilla, Gorilla Hawk. Hawk. Gorilla Falcon sounds better. <laughs> I like Gorilla Hawk. Roll is easier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, score time. I mean, I talked shit only about this movie, but it wasn't bad. No. It, it was fun. I was like halfway between enjoyment and checked out basically the entire time. Lots of negative thoughts in my head. I think the biggest fault is that my favorite kill, like I said, the bear didn't do it. And that just feels wrong. I'll give this... Give this uh, 79. Okay. Wow. I did not think you were going to pass this movie. uh, At the start, I I mean, it's a classic. Oh, Jack stopped being as angry throughout the whole thing. Uh And you know what? It's it's all right. I I didn't want to give it a B. Okay. And I I feel like maybe 79 would be too high, whatever. Okay. Well, it's it's so weird because... You and I were pretty much the opposite when talking about this movie for for most of it. And yet we're fairly close in score, which kind of blows my mind. I'm I'm going to give this movie I'm giving it an 85. I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> it it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was really good. Man, I don't really I don't really have any complaints. It started a little bit slow, but once it really got going, when you mix the gore with this uh, terrible fucking scary creature, a fucking bear on cocaine who's basically rabid and wants to kill just for the fun of it, and the humor that went with it, and the way it was casted, and all the different groups, and how they all came together. And I love it at the end, where they just all kind of walk out of it, and they're just kind of like, all right, man, we're we're good, and they all just kind of go their separate ways. It just, it had a fun ending, it was just fun, man. I just, I really, really enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I am very confused right now. Okay. Because I'm racking through my head and I'm like, okay, so you basically disliked most everything about this movie. How are you at 79? I had fun somehow. It was fun. I don't know how. Whenever I'm thinking, oh, gore is poor, CGI poorly done, acting terrible. I literally didn't like anything about this movie, <laughs> but I guess it was just fun enough and yeah. just good enough. Yeah, it was a blast. I thought it was a blast. Like, how how can I say this movie wasn't bad while saying, change everything about it, I didn't like this? I don't know, man. I, my brain, I'm, I'm confused, but... It's Jack's world. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, man. Well, good, man. Uh, that makes me happy. All right, got anything else? Steven Seagal came on my face. <laughs> Whoa, wow, when did when, that happen? When did you do that? When did that happen? What, like, before we started? Did you do that? He came on your face before we started? What? Uh, no, when you stitched it together, was that before we started today? What? It's what together? <laughs> that, when you said what right there, I, if anyone actually believes I'm bullshitting on this, that what definitely gave you away. It seems like every time I, I ask if you have anything else, you have something to say about Steven Seagal. I wonder if that's going to continue in future episodes. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I wonder if I'll say it again the exact same way with a weird interruption before uh, I say he came on my face. I don't know. Steven Seagal came on my face. <laughs> <laughs>
What did you say earlier? I'm going to close my eyes and I pretend I'm doing Steven Seagal. I love him. <laughs> it's not even, it, that's, it's really good. But there's no way you can ever stitch that together perfectly. Steven Seagal came on my face. You just said it. With a, that, a, with a weird, like. That's, for some reason. There's, a, there's the cut is so obvious in both of those. For some reason, when you talk about Steven Seagal, you start talking like choppy, sort of. I don't know. It's weird. You probably I, don't even know you're doing I, it. I couldn't recreate. You're, I you're tried. Just, I don't know. You, I think you're just your emotions get involved and it kind of shuts off the vocab, not the, I think it shuts off like the, the vocabulary motor part of your brain or something. And it just, it, it triggers some weird um, flow of uh, your, your speaking, I guess. I don't know. Strange, man. I wonder if it'll happen again. I just, uh, we don't know. <laughs> How many other Steven Seagal <laughs> sex buttons do you have on your thing? That's a question that's never been asked in the history of ever. <laughs> yeah, Steven Seagal's sex button. Uh, well, maybe it has. I don't know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 193 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you can go to our website anytime you want to. MovieMuggin.com. We have some links over there. One is for Ask Jack. It's all fixed up now. It goes to a Google form. Uh, just type in your shit and it will get to me this time. The old one sucked. It was fucking up. I wasn't getting them. Um, we do have a couple that are waiting in the wings. Um, so if you filled it out in the Google form, then you're good to go. Don't worry about it. Um, who was the guy who sent one last time? Um, Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut sent in a really good one um, a couple weeks back. Maybe it was, it was last week. I don't know. But uh, we'd love to hear from you again, Mr. Peanut. And please let us know where you're from. Uh, we also have a link on there to all the movies we have mugged in uh, alphabetical order. So if you want to see if we've done uh, Beastmaster, then you just uh, scroll on down to the Bs and you can see if we've done one. Also, I said it earlier, we have a link to our uh, merch store. April's 26th through the 30th, there is a 35% off special. All right, so figure out what you want right now. Bookmark that page, put an alarm on your phone, and uh, head on over there and get yourself uh, some good gear. It'd be a great way to support the show. So It's a great investment as well because the prices of these items will only be going up. You could immediately buy one for 35% off and just sell it for 800% profit. Put it on eBay, put it on Mercari, um, Etsy, whatever you want to, man. Forge and, our uh, signatures. Sure. <laughs> no one knows what our handwriting is like. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And you don't even know our last name. So just... Uh, do the do the V and a bunch of squiggly lines, man. Yeah. And uh, that one will be worth more than the one with the J. I wouldn't even sign my last name if I... We're uh, like Madonna. I wouldn't we do don't a, need a last name. I wouldn't do a signature. Or I, I've never practiced signatures. There's so many people who used to practice theirs. I, I used to practice mine. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to write my name however yeah. I want, and who's going to stop me? Yeah. You know what? Signatures don't have to be cursive. No, they don't. I write cursive... When? About it as about as well oh. as a newborn deer like was walking. You know, I'm like really slow and awkward and bad at it. So I just print, you know? It looks better anyway. Yeah, but it's just weird to look at your driver's license and, and see a printed <laughs> name on there. It's just it's it's strange. You know, normally you look at a driver's license and you see somebody's signature. Yeah. So when you sign like a credit card, you just uh print out your, your name? Like when I'm at a store and they need a signature? Yeah. I put 
uh, just my first name and then the first letter of the last because generally I write too big to fit the whole thing. Okay. So I'll just put Jack and then the first letter of our last name. Yeah. P for Peabody. <laughs> <laughs> Vince and Jack Peabody. Uh, yep. 100% true mm-hmm. and confirmed. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you so much listening, and uh, you have yourself a uh, not only a movie mugging day, how about a movie mugging week as well? Sound good, Jack? Bye. <laughs> the beginning of the end for me. I will have my ass raped in prison.